All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Can you see Right to Pedersen, who tries a bank pass for Besser. In with a shot, he scores! A moment's notice. Head on To the line, Hughes scores! You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes beat reporter here. Like, I don't, I won't cover the Canucks. Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash. Just wave the guy and get Demko involved. I wanted them in at Valentine's Day. Wow. We should do a radio show together. <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. What Pearl steals, cutting in, shoots, scores! Don't waste all the good stuff on the off air. Let's go.
Hello, Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks Conversation, brought to you, as always, by the great folks over at Zephyr Epic. You can use promo code Hockey Season, capital H, capital S, all one word, Hockey Season. That will get you $5 off your order at Zephyr Epic. Check them out online, Z-E-P-H-Y-R, epic.com, or check out their retail location in Surrey, British Columbia. And it's a good time to be at Zephyr Epic right now. Let's see some of these things, Aaron, here. Quads, you can get your pack on. Aaron, pull these up here. Please, please, Aaron. I'm going to start. To, uh, me and Aaron are on good, good, t- uh, good sides today. We're on the same side. Uh, upper deck, Series One hockey retail box, regular eighty nine ninety nine, down to forty eight ninety eight. What a steal! They got forty percent off, uh, up to forty percent off on their big fall sale over there uh, at Zephyr Epic. So shout out to them. That the is web- a steal. The website's booming. I was just saying to Aaron, boy, you were out. Uh, you were in the you were relieving yourself outside there. Uh, it's a, this is basically 1990s prices. You're paying two yeah, bucks a pack. That when I was fun. growing up, quads before you even were like born, you used to go, I used to go down the sports card alley in Nanaimo. Everyone in Nanaimo knows the sports card alley. It's been there for ever. Yeah, you go down there, you get a pack for two bucks, and you're basically paying that here with the the cozy card sale. So look go at, check them out if you're on YouTube here. I opened what up a my cute card. little Pikachu. Yeah, I opened up my pack here. Yeah, I'm gonna get to mine here. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you try to guess which Canuck I pulled. Right-handed defenseman. Probably going to make this a little too easy. 2019-20 is what we're opening. Okay, right-handed uh, defenseman. Went on to play for the Arizona Coyotes. Troy and the, Okay, yes, Troy Stetcher. Yep. Easy. Yeah, that was a little too easy. Too easy. What's my insert? What's my insert? I got a shooting stars of Jack Eichel as this a was, Buffalo Sabres captain. This was all base cards. A little bit of an old pack. Yeah. Yep. But uh, Zephyr Epic, good stuff over there. Um, and they got the big sale going on. Uh, before we get going into too much Canucks talk... I want to give a shout-out to, uh, and I know you feel on the same page about this, what Travis Dermott did on Saturday. We didn't touch on it on Monday's show. Travis Dermott for taking a stand. He used the pride tape uh, in the Saturday night game. Uh, Trent had the tweet here that went uh, nuclear, um, the tweet, because there was a lot of support behind it from the hockey community, um, a lot of fans, a lot of dumbasses as well replying as well in, there, in the comments, but I think a lot of support came from this, and I think it was, it was bold of Travis Dermott to do this. This is, you know, Going, this is making a strong statement against a rule that was imposed by the NHL, which was a stupid rule. Uh, and Travis Dermott commented on it. Uh, this is from the um, from GoPhoenix.com. Uh, this is from Travis Dermott. You don't really want to go against rules that are put into place by your employer, but there's some people who took some positive things from it. That That's kind of what I was looking to impact. You want to have everyone feel included, and that's something that I have felt passionate about for a long time in my career. It's not like I just jumped on this train. It's something that I've felt has been lacking in the hockey community for a while. I feel like we need supporters of a movement like this to have everyone feel included and really to beat home the idea that hockey is for everyone, and that's it. And today, Elliot Friedman sends out this tweet. I think this is a reaction to Travis Dermott pulling... You think so? Pulling that statement on Saturday, yeah. Uh, Elliot Freeman says there's word that the NHL, NHLPA, and NHL Player Inclusion Coalition have agreed that players will have the opinion to represent social causes with stick tape. Option. Whatever. Stick tape throughout the season. This includes games and practices. So, good on Travis Dermott. The cojones. The cojones on this guy. Because people already laid it out that, look, this guy on a two-way deal, Mm -hmm. uh, not much job security at all for Travis Dermott. And, you know, maybe this is 10, 15 years ago. He's kind of ostracized from the league, and it's, it's over for Travis Dermott. But, uh, no, the league repealing their policy that, like we both said, should not have been in place in the first place. Um, and just, yeah, in terms of what 
the NHL's thought process getting was, in their own way here a little bit. Yeah, I just, think this is this is something they didn't need to have, and they didn't need to ban the pride tape. I get the Jersey Knights. I get that you know they're sure. trying to make their players less uncomfortable for the guys that didn't want to sure, wear them. Sure, 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 sure. Whatever, all that stuff. But the pride tape, I thought was a stupid rule. I think we touched on it a little bit yeah. the other week when this news came down. I just think this is this is the type of stuff that. You want to see professional athletes who have a platform, who have fans, who have the ability to make some kind of impact on yeah. the sport. Major props to Travis Dermott for doing this. And we who was always very nice when we dealt with say, him in Vancouver. I loved dealing with Travis Dermott, and I was not surprised to see him um, support the Pride community uh, and, and stick up against his employer. Like you said, this is something that's difficult to do, right? And um, just want to give him a major prop here off the top of the show. Yeah, absolutely. Rightfully so. Okay, uh, Canucks are in Nashville tonight. It's the Frozen Frenzy. We can't even watch it in Canada. Um, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Like Someone in Ontario pointed this out, and they said, if you're in Ontario, the only game that you can watch... Wow. Actually, there is no game that you can watch. It's just baseball. You can only watch baseball tonight on Sportsnet because it's a regional blackout for the Canucks. It's a regional blackout for the Oilers. You cannot watch the game in Toronto. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. At least I saw it on Twitter. It must be true, right? But Yeah, I, I mean... I don't know. I could check with some people, well, but I don't want to do that If you right say now. that, you, all the replies in the Travis Dermott tweet, do you agree with as well then, Quad? So, I don't know. you got to be careful what you're reading <laughs> on that yeah. uh, on the old social media there, man. I don't think that's true at all. I think you can watch you can watch a Leafs game if you live in Toronto. I'm no, because sure. it's... Uh, you can't watch... Sportsnet, I'm saying. I think the Leafs one is on... Uh, what's it called? Yeah, TSN. but they got seven of those channels and stuff, you know? I don't know. I think... Look, I, I get what they're trying to do here with the Frozen Frenzy thing. Every single game is being... Every I just single don't get why you're action. not carrying it in Canada. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but you know what? And it's funny because I, I praised the AHL last couple weekends for giving away free AHL games. Why wouldn't you just make it like the NHL network available everywhere? Like, how difficult could that be for just tonight? Like, hey, you can go to NHLnetwork.com or whatever they're using, punch in, get an email, free account for the day. You can watch all the thing. And are they doing like a red zone thing? I don't really understand. Is it sort of like red zone? Like, are they going to be bouncing through games with like a panel? Because that would be smart, I think, even though you're just copying exactly what red zone is. I would probably think that copying red zone is a good idea because think about you and I talk about this on Sunday mornings every day at 10 o'clock. Red zones like change the way you can watch football. Yes. It would be pretty cool if they could do that with the NHL, even if it's not live because it's not like you have a red zone to dive into, but you could have a, you know, hey, here's a power play live or hey, this just happened in Anaheim. This just happened in New Jersey. Like, I don't know. It makes a lot of sense there. People also, (laughs) people also pointed out that it's like, this is happening on Tuesday. It's not all day. Uh, Aaron in our chat here says, yes, there will be a red zone version with John Buchigross. 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 Let's get uh, Aaron in here. Aaron, what are you doing? He's picking his nose. Aaron, what do you think about the uh, the frozen frenzy here? What's the Oilers situation tonight? You don't care. When McDavid doesn't play, do the Oilers fans even watch? What's what's going on over there? Hey, we're riding together and we're banning together because it's, it's all hands on deck in Edmonton. Mm. But I think free agent fr- or this free agent frenzy, shit, frozen frenzy. We got kids in the car, Aaron. Language. Yeah. I know everybody's been kind of complaining about that it's on a Tuesday, right? And that, like, if you actually want people to watch, why are you doing this? I think the first game starts, starts earlier, but whatever. Why are you doing it? I'm less on that. I like that they're trying this stuff. Like, NHL isn't that popular to everybody and I'd say more so the United States mm. red zone favor. You're like me. I spend my entire Sunday hanging out with Scott Hansen for the, for the NFL Sunday slate there. It's fantastic. I think it's a great idea. I'm going to be trying to find a way 
to stream quads, but don't tell anyone, but stream this frozen frenzy version where they're going to do all the games. I don't know. It's a cool idea. This would have been so much better if it was on a Saturday and you could do it all day long and just kind of start it. Yeah. Everybody kind of gets a little more space, but then it kind of deletes from the red zone idea. Cause I think the red zone part's going to be very cool. If it's all power plays, we'll show you every goal. I like that aspect, but I don't know on a Tuesday, it's a work day for everybody. It's just, Mm. I don't know. It's not great. And, the thing is, there's people in our chat that don't know what Red Zone is, and they don't know what Frozen Frenzy is, so let's quickly explain it. So Red Zone is the NFL's answer, basically. What they've come up with is it's hosted, it's seven hours of commercial-free football every single Sunday. Uh, it used to be free on TSN, on their app, now it's paid for, you can get Dazen or DAZN, whatever it's called. DAZN. DAZN, to... Uh, to watch it now, and basically what it is, it's ho- it has a host, and they cycle through anytime there's any action in any of the games, and there's a lot of games at the same time uh, on Sundays. So that's when it's when it's on. It starts at 10 a.m. Pacific, yeah. and then it ends right before the Sunday night football matchup. So the the Canucks, excuse me, the NHL is trying to have their own version of that on ESPN. It's just happening on a Tuesday afternoon slash night. Like yeah. this doesn't start till six o'clock at night tonight on the East Coast in ESPN, um, on ESPN land. Here's the argument that I heard against it, too. It's like they don't want to go on Saturday because they don't want to go up against NCAA football. Why the hell not? Hockey yeah. fans are going to watch, and then hockey fans are going to talk about it to other friends of yeah. theirs. I think that's the way to do Let it. Cycle I wouldn't through. Or even make it, even like a Friday night would be fine, too. But I think, I don't. I wouldn't worry so much about, I know that like Americans are going, like, listen, you're not going to get all of them to tune in. Are they all tuning into tonight's game? Yeah, Some of them are still at this work. Is, this is the thing we talked about was... Kyle's got a good point. Commercial free, that's best. So I hope they do that for the end. I, I bet they won't. I bet they won't. <laughs> but I, I bet, you know, if they did, that would be very smart. Um, I also just want to say, would it be fine on a Friday night? Because I disagree. Like, I think you absolutely should go up on Saturday, a Saturday. Day, all day long All Saturday. day long. Like, yeah. that's what you should be doing. Imagine um, waking up at 8 a.m. Pacific time and you got exactly. games. Exactly. Like, yeah, start like it at that. noon Eastern, okay. 11 Eastern, right? Like, like start the games then. I don't think th- I don't think that's that big of an issue. And the thing is, like, the reason they chose Tuesday, it's that joke about how you tell your girlfriend that you're going to give up Tuesday night football just for her. There's no football on Tuesday nights. That's why this is happening. Like, I, used, I used to play in a pickup league. It was Tuesday nights uh, at UVic. <laughs> Flag football. Were those televised? No, but uh, also flag football in the Olympics. We we should talk about. This. Oh man, no, save that for another day. <laughs> One day we'll we got talk too about much. J Pat's coming up in two minutes. That's here. right. Yeah. Okay. But uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Are we good on that? We got Canuck stuff to get to. Yeah, we, we do. We Canuck spent Canuck too stuff much to time to. on this. We, did. we spent more time than uh, the NHL has done. On Let's the get to here. the Canuck stuff after J Pat. Let's okay. bring him in, Jeff. Patterson. So we're no no Canucks with J Pat. The whole time, no, no, Canucks. no we'll talk Canucks. Okay. And Jeff Patterson's guest <laughs> appearance here is <laughs> okay, brought to you. What is that? What are we talking about then? <laughs> Whatever, I'll do the ad read. Well, later. we've been doing a lot of Frozen Frenzy talk here, Jeff. I, I maybe we'll, oh, you know, we'll start there. What you, are you, your thoughts? You I guess. Feel, can you feel the energy? Um, look, I, I'm all for it. The NHL's trying something a little different. They're not going up against Monday Night Football. The bulk of the NBA schedule starts tomorrow. I think they saw this as an early season date on the schedule that they could do something like this, but. It's sort of typical ESPN and NHL fashion. You roll out all these games. You start at 3 o'clock Pacific time, but you also have the Flyers, an Eastern-based team, starting at 8 o'clock in Vegas. Like, 
welcome to the frozen frenzy there, Philadelphia fans. Uh, wake up tomorrow morning and find out how your team did. Like, I, I don't know. That just feels to me like, you know, there's always an Eastern team out West and a Western team out East. And it, so it, it, look, scheduling is nearly impossible. I totally admire the guys that, uh, and I know that it's aided by computers these days, but you're always going to be lacking somewhere. Uh, and for the Canucks to get a, you know, 6.15 Pacific time start to 8.15 in Nashville. So it's fairly late. I mean, NHL games generally don't start after 8 o'clock local time. And yet you look at this road trip, the Oilers home opener was 8 o'clock local in Edmonton, but it was the home opener with festivities. And I, I looked it up on the score sheet. It didn't start till 8.18. And then there was the baseball playoffs in Philly. And so they had to bump that one up. It was a 6, six o'clock start. So, you know, they've seen a few unique start times along the way, but it's the same for both teams. You just got to be ready and for the Vancouver Canucks uh, a chance to, come on home uh, after a really successful road trip if they can get uh, the victory tonight at Bridgestone Arena. Somebody brought up, uh, i got to get to this, we have the best listeners. I know every show says that, but we do. Antagonist in the chat says, NBA also starts today as well. That's going to take away a lot of people that are just sports fans. They're going to choose the NBA opener over this frozen, I don't even know what it's called, frozen frenzy, frozen four, frozen 40 games, whatever it is. See, frozen uh, four. <laughs> Jeff, what we're worried about is the Vancouver Canucks. That's what we said we're going to talk about. National Predators tonight, you brought it up, 6-15. Uh, biggest note for me going into this game, and something you and I spent a decent amount of time on rink-wide talking about, uh, at least definitely touched on it, was Niels Huglander. Looks like he's going to get back into the lineup tonight. I was telling you on Rinkwide this past weekend that I thought he's been great this season. I think he's starting to learn a little bit more from the coaching staff. I think he's starting to figure out what kind of role he needs to play. I felt like he was gaining some momentum. Then he was sat on Saturday night. He's going to get back in the lineup tonight. What are your thoughts on Niels getting back into the lineup tonight for the Canucks and, and what you've seen from him this year? Yeah, I, look, I, I honestly, I think great is uh, a little, it's a stretch. You're sure. using that word liberally, but uh you know, he's had his moments, but this is a guy that started training camp on the top line and progressively worked his way down to the point where on the, the final night of the preseason looked like a dress rehearsal and he wasn't even in the lineup. So, uh, you know, some things clearly happened from the start of camp to the end of the preseason that uh, didn't allow him to maintain his spot up higher in the lineup. But, uh, you know, I, I think that they've got a few players and Stavnika is one of them and it looks like he comes out and Hoaglander gets his opportunity. You get your chance, do something. You ever heard those uh, two words put together? Oh, um, this guy. You know, and, and I think for Hoaglander, he does. Like, it's not enough just to get back in the lineup and think, all right, like, you know, I, I'm in, this is good. It is good, but he has to make the most of that opportunity. So be ferocious, be on the four check. Don't sit back. Talk and talked a lot after their practice on Sunday. They had a full team day off yesterday, but I thought it was really interesting. Uh, and if you listen to Rick talking, like there's almost always a nugget or two in his availabilities. And after the practice on Sunday, and I know that lots of people, uh, you know, they're full up on the NFL on Sundays and maybe not paying attention to a Canuck practice in Nashville. And talking talked about the fact that he felt only half his team was getting what he was trying to preach defensively, which I thought was pretty alarming when they're three and two, they've had a camp and a preseason of five games. And he says only half the guys, maybe that's an oversell. He didn't name names, but he talked about the fact that way too many guys are backing up through the neutral zone, allowing opponents to come at them. And he wants guys. And I think he's talking about his forwards here. Although some of the defensemen, <laughs> Tyler Myers, maybe uh, you got to be careful because uh, if he hears charge forward, He's going to take off like he shot out of a cannon. But but I think he want, he's always talking about meeting pressure with pressure. And I think he wants his forwards, instead of you know backing up, backing up, and basically rolling out a welcome mat into the offensive zone, he wants them to pressure in the neutral zone, try and break up plays, be disruptive, and those types of things. And so you know that's what I'm looking for from Nils Hoaglander. If he can provide offense, great. But 
it's always been his play away from the puck. And we heard that uh, Travis Green talked about from the top of the circles down in the offensive zone. Bruce Boudreaux, clearly uh, there was a disconnect and now onto his third NHL coach. So, uh, you know, he, he sat and watched the other night. That had to be a bit of a message. And Teddy Bluger's coming back. And so that's going to complicate matters here until they can facilitate some sort of Connor Garland trade. I think you're going to see a revolving cast of characters. You know, is it going to get to that for Anthony Bovillier early in the season that he may come out? Like, there's another guy that he's got to find a way to contribute more than he has to this point. It's gone a little quiet for Dakota Joshua, although I don't think that uh, he's likely to come out of the lineup. Although maybe if Tockett's trying to send messages. But Hoaglander gets in there tonight. I hope he makes the most of it because I do want to see it. I want to see him succeed. I, I believe there's a player there, but it's not enough just to say, hey, you're back in tonight. You're going to be in for the rest of the season. That's not the way it works. So uh, I do think there's a little bit of pressure on him to perform. And again, that doesn't mean lighten it up on the score sheet. If that happens, great. But you have to notice it at the very least. I think I look at the bottom six and I I think Huglander's there to be a guy who can replace a top six player if you're making an in-game adjustment. I think that's the difference between him and Jack Studnika as well. So I think that's something that I'm curious to see what happens. Are they happy with how the top six is running? If you're looking for a spark... Like, how often have we said Spark and Huglander in the same sentence over the last couple of years, right? So I, I look at that as maybe looking to see why he's getting back in the lineup and something that he can bring that maybe Jack Stadnika can't. But you bring up a great point. When, when Teddy Bluger comes back, who's coming out, right? Like, who's coming out? Is it going to be the guy who has some more things aside from 5-on-5 five five and being able to contribute on a line? Like, has, is Dakota Joshua a guy that you can take off your penalty kill and it's not going to affect you that much? Like, maybe he's been solid on the penalty kill, I think, to this point in the scene, but it's not like he's a top four. You can't take him out of the lineup. I think that's going to be a spot for Huglander is, yes, you're in the fourth-line role. you got to play that role correct, but he can also be that spark up in the lineup. And I just don't really see that. Like, I think there's a reason Anthony, Anthony Bavillier is down on the fourth line, right? I think that that reason is he hasn't been able to provide that spark higher up in the lineup. So that's what I'd like to see from Huglander here moving forward. Yeah, Another, and I think, you know, to your point, like, it's easy to look at, the stats column and say, oh, there's nothing there for Beauvillier and it hasn't happened for Pia Suter. And, but I mean, you're right to be a team and an effective team guys have roles. And so Dakota Joshua, part of his role is supposed to be physical, get in on the four check. We've seen Phil Giuseppe do that to a T. You want to believe that a guy like Joshua would be inspired by that. But if it's not happening for him offensively, he is part of the penalty kill. Now, Teddy Bluger comes back, obviously he's going to be part of the penalty kill. And so, you know, if I'm Dakota Joshua, I'm not taking anything for granted because I do think there's more to give there and you don't want him falling into any sort of complacency. Uh, he certainly hasn't earned the benefit of the doubt just in terms of, you know, the the longevity of his career. So I think there's more for a lot of those guys in the bottom six. And and with Teddy Bluger possibly coming back as early as Friday, we really haven't had an update uh, with them out on the road. Uh, I would think a lot of those guys uh, would want to use that as an impetus just to you know, be a little more pronounced in their performance uh, here tonight against Nashville. What'd you make of Ilya Mikheyev in your limited viewings, obviously so far, um, but also Andre Kuzmenko and how that kind of relates to each other. I, I like the way they handled Mikheyev and that was 13 minutes of ice time. Uh, you know, it's been nine months and you're coming off knee surgery and yes, there've been some practices and they've ramped it up, but he hadn't had any game action there was no need to test him and push him to his limits. So I think this is sort of like breaking in a racehorse a little bit, and that's what he's got to be for this team. There were some spurts and some and bursts where you saw the speed. I don't think it's all the way back yet, but talk about putting a guy in a position to succeed on that line with Pedersen and Kuzmenko. And I don't think it was a coincidence that Andre Kuzmenko sort of arrived uh, really for the first time this season. I know he scored in Edmonton, but 
uh, he had some jump to his game. And I think some of that was getting his buddy and his countrymen back. And, and you know, he scores the, the game winner, and that was terrific. Uh, the wheeling, spinning assist on the Pedersen goal was great too. But, you know, it's more than that. When you're talking about Kuzmenko, we know that the offense is there. But he stands his ground in the blue paint, and OEL has to put the stick on him, takes a penalty, and that led to the Carson Soucy goal. And so, you know, those are some of those little things sometimes that go unnoticed, certainly not by the coaching staff, but you want Kuzmenko to battle for his ice and to get to the front of the net and try and, you know, be a, a problem so that defensemen are going to hook and hold and put a glove on him and those types of things. So, uh, you know, I, I like that line. Again, and we talked about this on Rinkwide. Like Elias Pettersson, two points a game. He's you know up near the top of the scoring lead. And it just doesn't feel like we have seen anything close to his A game yet. And so that just speaks to how supremely talented he is, that the points follow him around, even if he's not at his very best. There's going to be nights where he is an absolute game breaker and game changer. I don't know that he's had to be that yet. And I know he had four on opening night. So like I'm aware of that. But even at that, I mean, Besser was the star of that show and there were some others. Petey will get there. and. You know, I look forward to those nights, but I just like the fact that this guy's finding a way to contribute, to put up points, even if he's not at his best and if he's being hobbled, uh, whether it was the shot that he took off the leg in Philadelphia or if it's remnants of the flu that cost him that week in the preseason. Again, we all know that there is more to give from Elias Pettersson and it'll be there soon. But uh, even without his very, very good stuff, he's still uh, having an impact on these hockey games and the Canucks have won more than they've lost. A guy who's been given the good stuff. Uh, you talked about him in your ponderings on Patterson's Point uh, weekly. At You're really liking that. I love you it. You like the ponderings. I love it. And I, I'm never going to give it up. That's the thing. <laughs> and Jeff knows that. Uh, in Patterson's Point this week, you highlighted Brock Besser. Uh, just talk about that a little bit for the listeners. Yeah. Like I, I think a lot of people in this market are pulling for Brock. But I think he also had lost some of the benefit of the doubt that maybe he wasn't the player that everybody hoped he was going to be after those first two seasons with 29 and 26 goals. And he had morphed into more of a playmaker and trying to, you know, board battles. But last year with Horvat as the, the ace on the power play, he was kind of the odd man out. And so there were some questions coming back this season. I mean, we all know that the, it's going to be tough to get value out of his contract, but he can be a useful player, not expecting four goals a night. I mean, that was incredible on opening night, but I like the fact that since opening night, he hasn't disappeared and hasn't gone quiet. And that's kind of been a knock on him uh, in past seasons. And same with Connor Garland that, you know, it's not enough to score and then go 10, 12, 15 games without doing it again. And so for Besser to score in Tampa with, you know, that kind of goal scorers mentality uh, and then to back it up, I know it was an empty netter, but the fact that he's out late in the game, preserving and protecting a lead, that says something about him and that line that he's on. And so, uh, you know, it, it was just that line that when he came back to training camp and he said, you know, I, I'm sort of at peace. I'm at peace with my father's passing. I've said my piece about wanting to be in Vancouver when he's been dogged by the trade talk and everything else. And so it's just struck me in these first five games, he looks like a guy that's at peace and he's able to sort of be, you know, free up in his mind and just go out and play. And the results are what the results are. He's got six goals. He didn't have six goals at Christmas last year, which is pretty mind boggling yep. really when you think about it. Uh, but that just underscores the struggles and, we all know about nearly being a healthy scratch in early December last year in that game against Arizona. And uh, here he is. He's not coming out of the lineup anytime soon, the way that he's going. And on that line, Dave, your PB&J line, uh, they're, they're, I mean, they're absolutely the most consistent uh, line for the Vancouver Canucks for the first five games of the season. We're going to get to our poll question in a second here, but I want to get your opinion, Jeff. Individual mm -hmm. player goal songs, yes or no? What do you think? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I've made it evidently clear over my years. Uh, music's not a huge thing for me. Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't even hear it at the rink. Like, I know it plays, but I just, it's like in one ear and out the other, between game, like between whistles and all that. Like, it just doesn't matter to me. So I do not care. <laughs> uh, mark me down. If I can vote twice, I will. Um, yeah, it's just not one of those things. You I can know vote that, I'm angry. Yeah, That's the, I'm you angry. are I'm angry. Well, You're the 2% I, I here. I remember like when Brandon Sutter was here and he had, like I think it was the Tim McGraw song. Yeah, and that yeah. was, yeah. Like, I, I'm not a, if I, like I'm not a music guy, but I'm certainly not a country music guy. So uh, that one always stuck out for the wrong reasons for me, but he seemed to enjoy it. We didn't hear it that often, obviously, because he didn't score a ton of goals. <laughs> He did have a hat trick though in that, that uh, night. The fans in the stands yep. season against Ottawa. Um, so no, I, I just you know, and you're never going to get universal appeal and consensus on this with the fan base. But I'm just like, find a song that works and stick with it, mm. and then you hope that you hear it a whole lot, you know, an awful lot over the course of the season. They had it. I thought they had it in Holiday, but anyways, Alex Debrinka right now with the Eminem song where it's yeah. like na 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 because that's something that like the like I, I kind of like the players one. Can you we'll sing touch more of it. the song or not? No, I, I'm with you there. Like if you can find a song that has a hook mm-hmm. that the crowd can get into, now we're like talking. That, yeah, like that seems to be something that the Canucks should look at. Yeah. All right. Final one here, Jeff. Uh, we're gonna get to our Greta read in a second. Greta Bar, the good folks there. Uh, we had the party down there. So I'm setting you up here, Jeff. Seven hours at the rink. You've been there all day. You get to go to a bar. You get to sit down with a beer. You get one appetizer. What's your go-to appetizer at a bar? Uh, Probably nachos, if they're done properly. Um, A little picky in particular when it comes to that. I've had enough over the years as my expanding waistline. Oh, you got nothing, Uh, Jeff. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, if you could guarantee me that they were like sort of B grade and above nachos, then I'm all over that and like hands off, leave the plate to me. I just want all myself. Uh, potato skins are sort of an underrated, uh, but again, they can be like the mushy middle and they can be really disappointing. And you don't, I, mean, I just, you know, if I'm all in for potato skins and they come and then like they're soggy, like it's just so deflating. So uh, I'm going nachos. So I was telling you about the, the Canucks Army party that we had last year, a couple weekends ago here. And the $2 hot dogs, that's all we talked about. We didn't talk enough about the nachos. The Canucks Army nachos were getting great reviews at the party. Uh, so we're going to have to get you back there, Jeff. And we'll, we'll see if the nachos live up to your B-plus uh, rating or not. Uh, <laughs> I'm they, sure they do. They, they absolutely sure. do. And it's the guacamole. Oh, you know, like, uh, you know the, the good guacamole in my eyes is like the creamier one, more of a sauce than an actual kind of salsa type of thing you know what i'm saying yeah, like the yeah, creamier yeah. guacamole they had that at uh, greta good stuff there jeff good stuff from you as per usual we'll chat uh, with you next tuesday and we'll make you tell us about what you're going to have at a bar again next week <laughs> all right guys uh, enjoy the game tonight uh, and make sure you feel that frenzy oh yeah <laughs> we're frozen about it that's for sure uh jeff patterson the, from Rinkwide, joining us here j pat is brought to you as i just mentioned the great folks at greta bar yvr greta is the home for canucks army's home for food and drinks i gotta rewrite the ad uh, <laughs> the canucks army's home uh, for food and drinks and watching the game and we will certainly be having another greta greta party soon because that place was a blast it was absolutely packed so much fun at Greta when we were there I tell you man and you know what it was the coolest part probably of the whole night had to be when Andre Kuzmenko scored the first goal for the Canucks they start pouring Pink Whitney from the bar we had people up on the bar they're pouring the bottles 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It was a blast. Uh, and we'll be doing one of those. I know I've already had a lot of people reach out uh, as well. So we'll get there. And the nachos, they were a huge hit, man. They were a huge hit. The Canucks Army nachos. Look okay. into it. Look into it, Quads. You're going to be at the next one. You're not going to Edmonton again. Nope. Uh, our poll question. Let's, Let's get it. to it. Let's get to our Atlas Goods poll question, as always, brought to you by the great folks. I've over got some at thoughts Atlas on this. Goods. Go to atlasgds.com. Use promo code CC15 for 15% off your first order of pop rinds, low carb, high protein, fresh pork rinds straight out of your microwave or air fryer. Be sure to shop local with Atlas Goods. Our question Would you like to have individual player goal songs right now? 53% say yes, it's fun and cool. 45% say no, one song for the team, and 2%, including our friend Jeff Patterson, say I'm angry. He's pissed about it, yeah. yeah. Where are you lining on this? Because I, I say think yes. you should, yeah, you should absolutely I think do it's it. 100% yes. And I know a lot of people think if you had the right hit, here's the thing if you if the Canucks had just like the, the perfect home song where there was like every goal they scored, all the fans knew it was coming, knew exactly what to do, sing along. But I've been. Some like some players this year that the teams that have the individual goal songs, they're fun. Like they are a little bit more fun. Aaron, do you know if they have them in Edmonton? Do you guys have individual goal songs out no, there? Or no, they don't. They don't have it out there, so it's just a no. team. And I, I just I think that uh, I would go with individual ones. Gives the players a little bit of personality. And I know Jeff brought up uh, Brandon Sutter. Man, when we were just just the media was at the games there. That that night he had the hat trick. It was unreal to hear that Tim McGraw country song blaring through the speakers three times for him on his hat trick night. That's a moment. I like it. I like our the... pal Matt Sakaris jumped in. He mm-hmm. quoted our uh, our poll question, and he said, "One song. It's a celebratory moment. Want the whole crowd participating in sing along." See, that's what's tough. Like, if I do think about like a playoff atmosphere, I I think that's where I would change my mind. I would like. Like, but then, I'm just surprised it's not like Thunderstruck or Sweet Caroline. I just think like playoff moments would be really fun. But like, la la la, what they have now. I don't like it. Nobody's singing along to that is my point. No, because everyone's cheering. And it's not like you're like high five la 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 la. Maybe la, they are. When's the last time you sat in the crowd? I went uh, last year to the Flyers game. I went to a game last year too in the crowd. But I was in like club. I didn't. Uh, oh, yeah. There wasn't I much cheering were, going yeah. on there. It was just like the press box. Yeah, I know. You and your you and your buddies up there, all you guys. 
Yeah, in probably our, the in whole our network guys. Club Box Ivory Towers. Yeah, all you guys together there, I bet. All right. Drinking uh, champagne and okay. caviar for the sides. You never even heard of nachos probably in your life, I bet. Caviar is... What is caviar? No, caviar it's, is like octopus, right? No, no, no. Sturgeon eggs. What? Sturgeon. Those big, huge uh, oh. fish that float around. They suck their way through the bottom of the river, the Fraser River out there. Sturgeon. Yeah, I know. Niels Hoaglander goes sturgeon fishing. Mm, no, he's not a sturgeon guy. He it, what? No, I talked to him already about I that. I thought he's, he said he was sturgeon. He wanted to. He's oh. A, he's a more of a lake, or he's a river, like, uh, Okay, so if you Squamish want area, to be and guy. then you're not, does that mean you suck at fishing? Like, no, 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 here's the thing, no, you're gonna, anything? no, you'll catch, you can, go, what I hear about anything on the freight, you're gonna catch a sturgeon, you might not catch one of these six foot monsters, but you're gonna get like a two footer, they're big man, you see how big some Nils of these Nils is never gonna talk to me again for suggesting he might suck at fishing. No, he's good at fishing, he grew up I know in he the, is. he's from the north, bud, he's from the north, north part of Sweden, they, they don't speak good English up there, and they love to fish and hunt, that's what <laughs> I know about the north of Sweden, <laughs> that's, I only got two facts about him there. They sound like you're. No, what I no, I'm just saying that you'll attack. But like, you know, my <laughs> Swedish is getting better by the day. I know it is. And yeah. what I've heard is the people, the southern part of Sweden, is very good at speaking English. All the the big cities, but up north, it's the hunting, it's the fishing. They just speak Swedish up there. But the more and more I learn about Swedish, and the more and more I learn of Swedish, I should say, some of the words are pretty similar. Like uh, pizza, you know what pizza is in Swedish? Of course, I don't. Pizza. Well, there you go. Oh. That's all it is. I could have guessed that, maybe. You probably could have. It's, it's, I think every time you ask me from here on out, I'll just say the English word and hope for the best. Okay. Okay, so now, when you go to, like, Ikea, yep. does a lot more make sense? Like, like you know, I'm you know getting good at their uh, names? I'm, I'm better at the pronunciation of the accents, which I was already, I had a base understanding of, so I think that's, uh, that part's okay. But, like, but I, I did want to mention this, because Lisa's always in the chat. The fun, the, I'm learning on uh, Duolingo, which is like, meh. It's all right. It's good. I've I've got a nine day streak going, and I'm doing twenty minutes every day, nine days. I've done some more days, but the funny thing is, like I mentioned this to Lisa, because the person that they always use for like sentences is named Lisa. So it's I'm always talking about Lisa in the thing. So there I'm like, you go. I, I won't. I can't speak like full sentences yet or anything. I can say like, uh, um, mean mean fru are valdig smart. It's so like, uh, my uh, my wife is very smart. I just so can so I like think. what I was trying to ask you was uh, yeah okay this is interesting because I was about to ask you if now when you go to IKEA like are all the names of the stuff of the series like are they all no uh, I'm not there dude I've been doing this for nine no days. but they are like I I I just put it in uh, Google Translate and they are like for example I just looked at what's on sale they got their sale going on at IKEA right now Copang. Mm-hmm. Which is like a series of dressers means cupping. Okay. And mom means or. Okay. And I looked up Billy, which just means Billy. That's just the name. It's just the name. Okay. No, but it's I'm, interesting because they I'm got other stuff it. like summer slocha. Some, summer uh, summer, summer something sl- probably. The J is yeah. it? Yeah, it's pronounced yeah, like J A is yeah. 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 Summer sloya. Summer sloya. I said it right. I don't know. Okay. Um, all right, Canucks uh, six fifteen <laughs> tonight. Back to the. We're not going to do any. People of the, in the uh, chat are legitimately saying, "Please start talking about the Canucks." Okay. Again. Yeah. 
Um, we are going to get to anyone else. So this is a good time. Whatever topics you want us to talk about or discuss here on the show. Do we want to talk about Tyler Myers being on the third pairing? Because I don't think it's that much of a big deal. Yeah, I just finished things from morning skate. Yeah, pull, pull the lines up, courtesy of our pal Thomas Drantz. Drantz. It's good um, to have Drantz on the road tweeting out the lines. Yeah, here. absolutely. You so see Murph and what's Murph doing? Taking pictures of Drantz. That's all he's doing on the road there. He's not tweeting out the lines. Don't be mean to Murph. I'm not being mean to Murph. You I'm are being saying. mean to Murph. No, yeah, I'm just saying what he's. I'm literally just. Stating facts. That's all okay. I'm doing. He's taking pictures of the transfer. I think Murph does more than that. But anyways. No, I know. He works hard. I know you hate Murph, but Whoa, anyways. whoa, whoa, man. Uh, Tyler Myers alongside Carson Susie on the third pair. I don't read into it much. and, and what did, I don't uh, either Rick because Talkin Talkin said, spoke about it after. And he said, you know, it's going to be the This is the committee, committee that they're stuff. talking about, yeah. right? Let's see. We'll see. Myers was on the second pair last game, but he also finished the... Night with the lowest ice time. Right. I think of any skater, not even just defenseman. Hmm. Like, I, think I don't was... think so. Someone was under 10 minutes last game. I think it was Studnika. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, it was defenseman. Mm-hmm. Anyways. I, I'm interested. I'm, I want to keep seeing how Thatcher Demko continues to build on the season that he's been up to, right? I, I think he's obviously had the great start. He's going to be back between the pipes again tonight. I, I think the guy, though, like this whole game, it is the change to the lineup that I'm curious about. And it's not... The defense pairing is flip-flopping, third pair, second pair. It's Huglander, man. I did, I brought it up earlier in the show. I want to see what Niels Huglander can do. And I, I think when I look at this lineup, I think, okay, who are they going to put up into the top six for that spark if PDG doesn't have it this game? If Brock Besser loses his confidence? If all these things happen, if, who's the guy? To me, it's Huglander. And I think that's why he's in the lineup tonight instead of Studnika because Huglander's not killing penalties. He's not playing on the power play. It's just about what he can do at 5-on-5 five five right now with his situation. So... I'd like to see him, you know, maybe get a couple shifts here with Pedersen and, and you know, Kuzmenko or Pedersen and Mikheyev here. If, if if the coach is falling out of favor with Kuzmenko, which happens, you know, every few games or so, like, you know, Kuzmenko has those games and maybe he doesn't have it that night, maybe you can use Huglander in that spot. I wouldn't mind seeing that at all. My question to you is, do you think they're going to get out of this uh, Hughes-Heronic pairing anytime soon? Nope. No? That's not going to be, that's just going to be, here's 25 minutes, take it or leave it. I think they're going to keep doing that. Like, Mark Friedman's in the top four at line rushes. Yeah, we'll see. He's playing with uh, with Ian Cole. Ian, Ian Cole's Cole. going to be the guy to help him out there quite a bit. Yeah. Um, we'll get to anyone else here in a second. Let's uh, let's get the graphic up. I like the graphic. Worked hard on this. It's a nice little graphic. It's uh, anyone else. And this is our segment where the folks, they can give us a question. They can give us a topic. They can say, just talk about the Canucks, and we'll do that, whatever you want. We'll do all of that. It's brought to you by the great folks at DoorDash, you can order multiple restaurants with the Double Dash, and you get the same delivery without additional fees. And for a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. And you can use that with our promo code NATION25. That's 25% off up to $10 value. Zero delivery fees on the DoorDash app. Enter code NATION25, all capital letters, 25 like the number that Andrew Castles used to wear for the Vancouver Canucks quads. I'll get you 25% off. Nation 25. Anyone else? What do we got in the chat? Do we have anything coming in yet? I know the chat's about like 30 seconds behind. Well, a lot of people are pointing out that Carson Susie with Chaos Giraffe. Uh, Corey Shuchuk called him Lucy Goosey Carson Susie with Chaos Giraffe. Tankar, our uh, listener from Sweden, says, Sweets from the North doesn't talk much at all. Well, that that checks out for Neil Hugland. Listen, I'm just telling you what I've been told. I've talked. I talked to a lot of Swedish people pretty much every day. Right? Oh, here's a good one. I get stuff in there. Lisa asked what Bert is dressing up as for Halloween. Oh, does he have a? Did, Bert is a lion for Halloween. Oh, 
Yeah, he's got a little lion costume. I've got a I've got a strongman costume, like you know, from a circus. Yeah. Um. So like you you know what that is. And then uh, uh, my girlfriend's got a uh, like showman thing. So she's gonna be like the ringleader. Are you taking him trick or treating? Uh, no, I don't think so. That's a thing, right? You can bring your dog to uh, to the pet store for a trick or treat day. I don't know. I think that's a thing. I might have to. If not, the pet camp. store should do that, and they can get a bunch of photos through social media. I tell you what, I should be a marketer. I tell you, that's good stuff there. Hmm. I'll be taking lots of photos. Best I'm goal sure. song in your opinion from Jeremy Lee right now in the NHL, or like what you would have? Let's do both. I I think that. Uh, I think what DeBrinket's got with the Eminem song is great. Because everybody in the like it plays the horn super loud, then it goes like boom, boom, na 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 and everybody in the crowd's into it. it. It's just a fun moment. And how often do we see that with baseball? Where a song catches a crowd in baseball you're snoozing half the game just you know, eating your popcorn and your cracker jacks and your Pepsis and all these things. But uh, when you're not snoozing, you're singing along the trumpet song. Come on, like that. Yeah, captured I'm every- sorry. I think I you can do that as it. a player, and it's the same to me as like, listen. How often does a closer come in? Maybe sixty games to yeah, eighty yeah, games yeah. a year. If you have one of the top goal scorers scoring forty to fifty goals a year, you don't, you're not getting it every game, and it's only on home games as well. So I, I like that deal. I like that. Here's a really funny comment in our private chat. Sorry to put you on blast, Aaron, from our producer Aaron Bordado, who said the old Chicago Blackhawks goal song. I forgot what it's called, but you must know what I mean. Yes, Aaron, we do. No. And it is Chelsea Dagger. Is no, it's what, not. We're uh, allowed to say it on the show here. Of course we're allowed to say it. No. Chelsea Dagger, which, Aaron, I will have you know, I don't think the DJ got fired, but the DJ got in trouble for playing Chelsea Dagger Canucks, at a Canucks game. Canucks fans, they don't, they're not going to stand not for like that. They did not like that. Um, um, Sam Ross with a question here. How long do you think till Baines gets a chance? Are you not going to let me answer the question? What was the question? The question was ab- the one you said. We'll both answer this. Then you answered it and then moved on to the next question. About uh, goal songs. Okay. What's, yeah, what's the best My favorite goal get? song right now. Mm-hmm. It's it. Same vein as Aaron. The Boston Bruins one. It's still very good. It, it's very good. It's exactly what everybody wants the Canucks to be, where it's one you all sing along to. If you're not going to go individuals, you want one that's going to work. I don't think what they have, the la la la, is mm. working. But neither did the 30 seconds of Van Halen that they used to have. Right? Yeah, okay. I don't know. What would be yours? Like, personal, if it was an individual goal song? If you scored a goal in the NHL and the crowd, the the horn goes, the horn stops, your song plays. What's your song? Cowboy by Kid Rock. You were, you were just singing that before you yeah, got in. Yeah, it's in my head. Mine would be... Um, I want to be a cowboy, baby. It'd be a 50 Cent song. I think in the club, in Duck Club, would be pretty sweet. Mm. Like right when the yeah, when the horn stopped. Oh, that was my baseball. That was your baseball walk up. But I think if it like after the horn stop was like the start of uh, into club. I can't do. It. We're gonna get uh, kicked off Spotify again because you sound so accurate. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that again. I know I sound just like Fifty Cent. Um, yeah, Sam Ross. How long do you think till Baines gets a chance? I think that he's the first winger to get called up. So I think it's more about injuries than anything. I think Studik is gonna get sent down. Then I'm curious to see when they do need a guy to come up again. I mean, Studnika can play some center, so maybe he gets the call first. But, I man, Baines is playing. Uh, he, these guys, and you know, Will Lannon talked about it yesterday on the show. You want to be a, an NHLer playing in the AHL? Baines is starting to cross that line a little bit, man. I think he's the guy who's going to get a chance up here. Uh, and Abbotsford, by the way, in action tonight, Tuesday night, as well as tomorrow. Yep. I'll be out there tomorrow. We'll have coverage of both games, courtesy of our pal Cody Sievertson yeah. over at Canucks Army. Okay, this is a good one. Last one we'll get to from okay, anyone else. Yep. What are the chances the Canucks bring Willander up for a few games this fall? He's already doing better than the Chaos Draft. Chaos right, they need help on right D. They got a right D. Could they actually sign him? Because like people are seeing Zach Benson made the team. Obviously, he hasn't played his nine games yet. But yeah, Well, he's going to get a full season in the NCAA, and what else do you want? I mean, you could give him a second year. 
or you just bring them on and see what happens. Start them in the AHL next year if you want. Did I know Quinn that Hughes listen, get one man, year or two. The Canucks organization, Quinn Hughes got one after yeah, his draft. But the right. Canucks organization, they know what's going on out there in Abbotsford, man. There's a very, like they do you think like think about it. If you're Patrick Alvin and you're looking at Boston University, mm-hmm. great school, develops a lot of NHLers, that's for sure. Hockey East, great division, but you know what you're getting in house in Abbotsford. So I'm going to bet that they want they would like to Abbotsford have, though. Can this guy play in the show now? He he might but on this you, team. What, I, what I'm saying, I'm talking more about development, I guess, and maybe this season it's not right into the NHL force man. Sure, he might take some time. Listen, man, he's a defenseman. Yeah, they, yeah. You know they take a little bit longer, right? Like, New question: Could Tyler Myers crack Boston College or Boston University's lineup? Yeah, he'd be a he'd be a monster on that team. <laughs> All right, forward defenseman, whatever you forward. Think. There you go. Okay, uh, get us out of here. Let's go. We got Betway. No, All no, you. No, no. We got more stuff too. Okay. Oh, yeah, you got some prospect stuff. Go ahead. No, I got no prospect stuff. Um, you're going to see this on Twitter in about uh, an hour here. It's time for the Light the Lamp, brought to you by our friends at Four Winds Brewing who are coming on board. They've been here this week with us. Uh, family-owned and operated business in Delta, home of the easy-drinking Four Winds Lager. We got, we got into trouble yesterday with our clip on the show. Yes, We're not doing that again. I'm not talking not, not talking about any bus drivers and, and names. I'm not talking about anything. We're just going to get the read done. <laughs> When you say we got in trouble, you mean between us. Between us, you and I. We had trouble I, closing out the we show. Had Aaron had to step in and close <laughs> the show out for us yesterday. We're not doing that again. The light the lamp competition, okay? Vancouver's playing Nashville tonight, and we want to know who's going to score the first goal for Vancouver. And if you nail it, you win a $25 gift card. You could win because there could be everybody. What if everybody? What if 45 people say Andre Kuzmenko? Listen, we're not making that kind of money. So... One of you who nails it is going to win a $25 gift card to the Four Winds Tap Room, which is located in Delta, 72nd and River Road. How many River Roads they got around here? I've no, I know River Road in uh, Richmond. Anyways, uh, you'll see a cl- uh, clip up on our social media. It's going to be on Twitter? Yes. It's going to be on Twitter. You'll see a show clip uh, brought to you by the great folks at, uh, at Four Winds there. Reply there who you think is going to win. Um, and make sure you ask for your Four Winds uh, lager at your local liquor store. Or, what's it? I, man, the world's getting so easy. You can have it delivered right to your front door, fourwindsbrewing.ca. And you can double down with the uh, the folks at Atlas. Apparently, you're saying you'll be there. And by the end of the day, you can get uh, you can get beer delivered to your Same house. shipping. You can get pork rinds delivered to your house. DoorDash, you can get uh, pet stuff delivered to your house. Why do we even leave the house, is what I say. I haven't left the house in a couple days, to be honest. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. So everybody's in the chat here. You'll see a clip here in a minute. Aaron, they're asking a lot of Aaron. I'll tell you that they want Aaron to turn the show around. We met. We had to. He had to close out the show yesterday. Yeah. Now we need a clip. Aaron, you want to host? In five minutes from Aaron here. Okay, let's go. Um, Betway. That'll be up in a second. Um, and I did miss. Get it. on it, Aaron. No, Lisa's mad. Lisa, she should be mad. I know. She, I missed the ding dong on. Oh, DoorDash that's right. I hate when you miss the ding. Did I do the reads though for DoorDash? You yeah, should have done did. the ding. Yeah, you did everything. Go, Betway, let's go. Get what us out of here. here man. My back's getting sore, actually, just from carrying Carry. this damn show. <laughs> um, all right, Betway, let's get out of here. Canucks game at uh, 6.15 tonight. We got we to gotta stop screwing around so much on this show. Betway, let's go. Tomorrow we're going to have a lot. I got Abbotsford. I got uh, I got Hunter B today at 4 o'clock. Uh, we got Abbotsford Betway, to talk about go. Vancouver to talk about lots of stuff. Well, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. There it is. <laughs> I don't know what it is half the time. I do this at, like, I do this at 7.30 in the morning, and I forget because I got a mind of a goldfish. Uh, our bet today. Vancouver Canucks to win. Quads, I think it's going to happen. I think they're going to win tonight, right? 
I got the mind of a goldfish. Did you just say that? Yeah, the memory of one. Yes, but you said the mind of a goldfish. Well, that too. I, <laughs> yeah, Canucks are winning for sure. They say goldfish are bright. They just don't have great oh. memories. <laughs> Over six and a half total goals. And yeah. Elias Pettersson to score Give a goal. Give me that Pettersson goal, though. In Nashville. At plus 750 odds, so a $10 Dude, bet. Returns you bad, though, eh? 85. Hey, Faber's been right before on these bets. And Betway, they're up there. Well, <laughs> I almost went there. I almost screwed that one up again. Uh, and Betway, they don't like me going on these big, uh, these big plus ones because we're hitting, we're hitting on these. And this, <laughs> these ones, I don't know. These ones just feel good about it. It's, okay. Uh, so Canucks to win over six point five total goals between both teams. And Patterson scored tonight. Ten dollar bet. It's going to return you eighty five. And who's been Said who's that. been killing it in the chat all day today? Antagonist. Yeah. And he or she agrees, and we're not going down that road again. Uh, mm. They agree that that's a solid bet. Antagonist says I got Hughes over two point five shots. Yeah, that's uh, I'd take that too. Uh, next tomorrow I'll hit the the ones uh, the shots and stuff. Uh, anyways, plus seven fifty. Yeah, ten dollar bet. You return that for eighty five. You can eat like quads quads does for breakfast. Eighty five dollars when he goes to his breakfast spots. All right, oh, big old paychecks of yours. Ninety plus play. If you just play, please play responsibly. We'll wrap it up bet there. The responsible way. Yeah. For my co-host Chris Faber and our technical producer Aaron Bordado, my name is Dave Jelly. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Canucks Conversation. Canucks Conversation with Quads and Faber. New episodes every weekday, 1.30 across the board, except for Wednesdays, 1 o'clock. We'll see you there live on the Canucks Army YouTube channel. For more information, visit CanucksArmy.com. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.